Well, hello and welcome to Better Than New, the podcast that helps you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you love. I'm your host, Gary Crenshaw, and in today's episode, I want to talk about electric vehicle reliability in comparison to gas-powered vehicles. So which do you think is more reliable, EVs or conventional gas-powered cars? Well, in a moment, I'll tell you about some surprising and maybe not so surprising reliability results for electric vehicles from Consumer Reports. This info comes right out of their recent annual reliability survey, and it's something I thought you should know if an EV is in your near future. So hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive. So each year, Consumer Reports puts out an in-depth survey to their members that covers a wide range of the types of consumer products they review, including appliances, lawn and garden equipment, electronics, health and wellness products, and the category I'm most fond of, automobiles. You know, cars, trucks, and SUVs. Consumer Reports does their own testing of various makes and models of cars and trucks. Now, they shine a light on the highs and lows and the pros and cons of each vehicle. That includes predicted reliability scores, and they give each vehicle an overall rating score so members can compare one car or truck against another. Now, as a part of their ad-free review process, they go straight to their member base for product reliability feedback. So if you're a Consumer Reports member, like me, I've been one for almost 20 years, you can be part of that car, truck, or SUV review story. Now, you might be wondering if Consumer Report member feedback is really a great way to review a vehicle, but keep in mind that it's just one data point among many in Consumer Report's vehicle review process, and I think overall it's pretty helpful. And in this case, it pointed out some issues that maybe should have been obvious about early electric vehicle reliability. So the title of this latest Consumer Reports article is Electric Vehicles Are Less Reliable Than Conventional Cars. (laughs) They just say it straight up. This is an article by Kevin Doyle, and it was from November 29th, 2023, so just like a couple of weeks ago. Now, in this article, they talk about their member survey, and that survey revealed that, on average, electric vehicles from the past three model years had 79% more problems than conventional cars. This was based on owner responses on more than 330,000 vehicles, and the survey covers 20 potential problem areas, including things like engine, transmission, electric motors, leaks, infotainment systems, etc. Now, in the article, Jake Fisher, who's the Senior Director of Auto Testing at Consumer Reports, he pointed out that most electric cars today are being manufactured by either legacy automakers that are new to electric vehicle technology, and legacy automakers are going to be manufacturers like Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, BMW, Volvo, etc., or they're being made by companies like Rivian that are new to making cars. He goes on to say that it's not surprising that they're having growing pains and need some of the time to figure out the bugs. And interestingly, some of the most common problems that EV owners report are issues with some of the bigger systems in the car. Things like electric drive motors, charging, and electric vehicle batteries. And when they talked about charging, it wasn't like remote chargers or chargers at home. It was literally the charger that's inside the vehicle. So that's you know a bit of an issue. 
Now, if you've been pondering the purchase of an EV for some time, you might be wondering, hey, what about Tesla? They've been around more than 10 years making electric vehicles, so where do they fit into these reliability scores? Well, Consumer Reports says that Tesla falls kind of in the middle of the pack when it comes to reliability. Now, for example, the article points out that the Model Y, which was introduced in 2020, finally joins the Model 3, getting Consumer Reports' recommended status for the first time this year. That's kind of a big deal. And the article goes on to point out that while Tesla's EV powertrain components perform pretty well overall, it's the more minor things like Oh, irregular paint, broken trim, and say maybe a trunk lid that doesn't close properly. Those are the kind of things that are holding Tesla back from moving up higher in Consumer Reports ratings. Now, all that said, those shortcomings don't seem to have had much overall effect on Tesla sales. But clearly, in the long run, every electric vehicle maker, including Tesla, will need to raise their game as competition increases. Now, digging deeper into this year's Consumer Reports survey shows that hybrid vehicles, like Toyota's Prius, continue to be among the most reliable vehicle type, with respondents reporting 26% fewer problems than conventional vehicles. However, plug-in hybrids did not fare so well in the survey. Now, going back to Consumer Reports' Jake Fisher, who I mentioned earlier, he says that plug-in hybrid electric vehicles, or PHEVs, which have both a battery for short-range electric driving and an internal combustion engine for long-range driving, are the least reliable category. I mean, the numbers really back that up. PHEVs have 146% more problems than conventional cars. You know, they're sort of like an electric vehicle and a conventional car rolled into one. So by their nature, they just have more things that can go wrong. Okay, so the survey revealed that electric vehicles have 79% more problems than gas-powered cars. Hybrids have 26% less problems, and plug-in hybrids have the most problems, coming in with 146% more problems than conventional cars and trucks on average. So what does that mean for you? Well, if you're considering either an electric vehicle or, say, a conventional late-model used car with a high fuel economy rating in the next year or two, your best option may be a hybrid. Now, I've said it before on this podcast, I think a hybrid vehicle is still a better option for most people, at least for now, compared to an EV. And if I were recommending a hybrid, the new Toyota Prius is finally a solid choice. Again, I've said that before. It has always been a reliable car with excellent fuel economy, but in the latest model, the Prius finally has attractive styling and decent acceleration to go along with its newfound good looks. I mean, it was kind of homely before, but it looks pretty good now. Now, I would also consider, say, a Honda Accord hybrid or a Toyota Camry hybrid as well, if you want something a bit bigger. And for SUVs, I would definitely look at the Toyota RAV4 Prime. It is a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, a PHEV. However, it's rated really highly by Consumer Reports and gets exceptional fuel economy for an SUV. And if you don't buy one of these things right away, any of these would make a great used vehicle option in the next couple of years. Of course, you could also buy a late model electric vehicle, but you might experience some of the EV reliability issues noted in this Consumer Reports member survey. And what if you want an EV, but you can't swing the $55,000 average cost for a new one? Well, 
I still recommend getting an older but kind of fun-to-drive EV like, say, a Fiat 500e. doesn't have a lot of range, but if you can find a cheap one for around $8,000 or so for your close-to-home trips, then combine that with, say, a gas-powered SUV to use as your weekend adventure vehicle. And again, I would recommend something like maybe a second-gen Nissan Xterra or a Jeep Wrangler TJ. Then that might be a great way to go. But you do need to remember that the Fiat 500e while fun like a go-kart, is really a very short-range vehicle. Some people say they get close to 100 miles of range, but I think max is closer to 85. I think it was originally rated at 87. Your mileage may vary a lot. Now, on the other hand, if fun is a distant second to wanting more range from your used electric vehicle, then something like, say, a Chevy Bolt or a second-gen Nissan Leaf would be a better choice. But you'll pay more for either of those choices. And for any of these EV options, the reason I'm recommending getting something that's you know really inexpensive and just more on the shorter range uh, compared to newer electric vehicles is that if they do have some issues, if they do have some problems, you're not investing a lot. You're not paying fifty-five thousand, not to mention you know tax and licensing and whatever financing charges you're going to pay to put that car in your garage. Right? You're not taking all that risk. So that's why I recommend it. So, if you're in the market for something that uses less fuel, whether it's gas or electric or in between, just remember that by the numbers, at least Consumer Reports numbers, electric vehicles still have a way to go to match the reliability of gas-powered cars. Plug-in hybrids have even more issues, but hybrids seem to be the most reliable choice in a fuel-efficient vehicle. Now, of course, your mileage may vary, but you're more likely to have good luck with a late model hybrid. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow this podcast so I can keep bringing you reviews of cool used cars, trucks, and SUVs, along with information to help you keep that used car or truck that you have on the road. And until next time, I'm Gary Crenshaw. This is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride. <laughs>